I just want to say thank you for everybody tuning in to the J.O. Podcast. Hey. Hey, Bet, what's up, man? You hear me clear? Yeah, I hear you. I had a little screen. My screen went black for a minute, but it's, it's on now, so we got it going now. All right, without further ado, man, before we get, even get started to the interview, I want to say I want every thank you for everybody tuning into the number one podcast. This is like Tyson punching in the 90s. This is like Mike dancing with the Jackson 5. This is like Michael Jordan the fadeaway in the late 90s, man. This is where it's at, number one podcast. Without further ado, we got a very special guest. He recently had a single that just dropped. Can a special guest please introduce himself? I go by the name of Fly Deep Rob Lee. Straight out of Malone, New York, upstate New York. Okay, okay, I see you. Okay, upstate. I'm from Syracuse. You feel me now? Okay, I see where you're coming from. So before we get started, I always like ask people these warm-up questions, any guest that comes on the show. So since this is the number one podcast right now, I want to. I got to ask you two warm-up questions. What's your favorite color and what it represents to you? i say my favorite color would probably be blue. It represents Sticks Ward. It represents uh, Northside, Abbeville, Louisiana, where my family's from, all my cousins are from, and, you know, my other side, you know? Okay, so can you tell the audience about your recent, the newest single you just dropped? Okay, the newest single I just stopped, dropped is called Can't Stop Me. Uh, it's on YouTube, and uh, it's climbing, you know, slowly but surely. It's about, uh, it's just about, you know, everybody staying on their grind, you know, no matter what, no matter what comes at me, haters trying to stop me, whatever, I'm just going to keep on grinding. And I'm just going to keep going, you know? Okay. Like, since you said that, since you don't keep going, was there a certain person or it was just, that was just the feeling that made you want to write that song when you're in the process of writing that song? Yeah, it was just like, uh, I don't know, just how I was feeling at the moment, like, like, uh, I came up with the with the hook first for that song, you know, and uh, I just went along with it. And, you know, just just how I was feeling at that certain point, you know, and I still feel like that, too. OK, I was I was I, was, I, I first heard about you on your Get Boss TV. You sent me the link. Um, I was watching it and I, and, um, I didn't know. Can you tell me about your, the part of um, New York you're from? Because I didn't I never heard about it till you said something about it. Give us a little insight. Yeah, right. A lot of people don't know, like. They say upstate New York, they're thinking like Utica or like Syracuse. I'm from like up by Canada. I'm from, it's called Malone, New York. Uh, actually, I'm close to where Tupac was locked up in Denimora. Uh, that's that's by Plattsburgh, New York. I'm, actually, I'm like probably like a half hour from there. But I'm, uh, I'm in a place called Malone, New York. There's actually five prisons in this town, you know. Uh, so like I'm from a small town like nobody really knows about. There's really nothing here at all, you know. And I was just, mm. uh, I was just born. I was born up here. My mom met my dad in Louisiana, and uh, well, in Houston, Texas. He's from Louisiana, and then she came up here and had me. So I pretty much was like, I'm a mix. I'm a mixed. Uh, I'm a mixed kid, half black, half white. And I was born up here, and um, you know, I'm just trying to get out of here. You know. Okay. Okay. So tell me. So you mean there's nothing? So tell me, there's like there's nothing at all, like in your city, bro. Like there's. But it's so hard. I can't even find like nobody to make a music video. 
There's like one Walmart. There's like, um, you know, there's like no store. There's not the closest mall is like Messina, New York or Plattsburgh, New York. You know, so my town's very small. It's got like the Pizza Hut. It's got like, like, uh, you know, dollar stores like Sunoco, like, you know, stuff like that. But there's really nothing here, bro. Like, it's just right now it's just cold and snow and just, you know. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so tell us, so tell us about, give us, give the audience that don't know about you a little insight, how you, of your upbringing. Okay. My upbringing was very like, um, alcoholic mother, uh, single mother, you know, uh, younger sister, you know, raised in, uh, like Messina, New York. And, um, you know, at the age of 11, I started getting in, uh, drinking and smoking weed and, you know, getting in a lot of trouble and uh, going to rehabs, jails. Um, it's been like my whole life. I just recently turned my life around like a couple years ago. But like, um, you know, I, I, I was like uh, addicted to drugs at one point also at the later stage. But now that I'm, I'm, not, I'm not hooked on nothing no more and I just started to start, you know, I always been rapping and I just decided to just go hard with this music. You know, but I've been to jail 11 times. I've been uh, six inpatient rehabs. So it's just been a whole like, you know, it's wild, you know, it's just been a wild life, like a party, partying, wild life, you know. A lot of okay. Um, mm -hmm. Okay. So the audience love because when they come to when they come to the jail, what you was about to say? Oh, no, it's just been a wild life, you know. Okay, what I was about to say was um when when it's an um jail podcast, a lot of the audience they love to hear about a story. Um, I don't want to dig too deep if you don't want to, but you said something about rehab. I don't I don't want to get into full details. So can you tell me what what did you what have what have being in situations like rehab, being in jail, teaching? Can you and this is more for the people because you have experience. This is for the people that think that glorifying that stuff is cool, mm -hmm. and for the people that are going on the wrong road. If anybody was listening, what can you tell them and what you learned? From that experience, if you can give advice from that experience. I learned like you're locked away from your family, like you're not around your family. You just got time to think and just all you have is yourself. Like when you're in jail, you're, you're just in there. There's a bunch of people, like bunch of men, like, you know, testosterone all around everybody. Like it's all like it's just that environment is just it's negative, you know, and um, you're going to get in fights and stuff like that. And just it's not it's not like, you know. Like I went in there, I always, always like, you know, hold it down, hold myself down and always like take care of myself and make sure no one mess with me. But you're really in that situation. Like you're, you're away from all your people, you know, and, and, it's, and, and, and what it is, it's like, if you don't change your ways, you're going to, it's going to keep, you're going to keep doing that. It's jails, institutions and death. That's all it's going to be, you know, until you turn it around. It's, it's not the place to be, you know, you don't, you're just away from everything. Like, but at the same time, like, uh, it's like structure, you know, like they tell you when you can do everything, like, you know, you can't eat what you want to eat, like nothing like that, you know, it's not the road to go, like for the younger people, like, you know what I mean? You can do, you can do it better. You can, you can still like, you can still, you can still like do your thing and be like who you are and stuff, but you don't gotta, you don't gotta like have the negativity. You're going to go farther if you, if you just like, you know what I mean? Do listen to your parents and do what you're, what you're supposed to do, you know, but sometimes it's hard because we get hooked on these things and, you know, 
it's just two different lives. The drug life is like a different life from the, you know, it's just not, it's just negative. You're never going to go nowhere. Okay. Okay. Um, since we talk about jail, so how do you recently feel? Cause as you see that Casanova was recently arrested by the feds, mm -hmm. um, being with the Rico law occasionally, um, G Herbal was arrested, was arrested for, um, alleged fraud. So how do you feel? So how do you feel? Cause I feel like that some rappers are going backwards. Cause a lot of rappers, they turn gangster when they get away from this. And it's just like, it seems like rap, the, the state of rap is just like going down, like people getting shot, being the butcher, little boozy. Like it's a lot of stuff going on. So tell me, how do you feel about the current state of hip hop and with jail and all this gangster rap stuff and et cetera, that's going happen, that's going down. How is it affecting the impact of hip hop? Right. I think like it's out of control. Like, I think hip hop, like rappers are probably going to be scared that, that they're going to die. Like, like all these rappers are killing each other. All these different sets, they're all against each other. You know, you got they're 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 buying buying guns and and put it, bringing them into their community. It's just not going good for the world. But at this, but what is what is really going good for is the labels, their labels that they're signed to. Because when they die, they're getting all that money and stuff like that. And also, I want is is for the blogs, for the bloggers and stuff like that. They making money off. You know, off of these rappers dying, like they're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna be famous, and you're gonna blow up, and you're gonna have all this money, and you're gonna like turn gangster, you're gonna get the, get these guns and stuff like that, and you're gonna start like going harder, like, but it's not, it's really at the end, you're gonna, you know, at the, you're gonna go, it's like hell, it's like you're selling your soul to the devil, honestly. Hmm. See. Okay. So, what's your story? So, tell me, what was that age or moment? that made you realize you wanted to be a hip-hop artist? Like, when I was younger, I always wanted to be a hip-hop artist. My first, I got my first CD, Dr. Dre 2001, and me and my cousin, we was, like, remixing it right into it and stuff like that. I always, like, I always liked hip-hop. I always, you know, I just always had love for hip-hop. And, uh, you know, probably the age of, like, probably, like, the age of, like, 10, I decided, you know, I wanted I wanted to do this. Like, I always had a vision of it. Like, I always loved, loved the jewelry. I always loved the... The, the lifestyle, you know? But now it's, like, crazy, you know? I understand, like, maybe have a gun to protect yourself and stuff like that, like, if something does happen, but you know what I mean? Yeah, I always wanted to... Okay, okay. My bad, I didn't mean to cut you off. What oh, you were saying? I always wanted to be a rapper. Ever since... Okay, so tell me what... Oh, my... My fault. Um, so tell me, what's next? What's next for you? What's next for me? Uh, some more music. I'm looking. To, I'm trying to get some more. Um, some more. I'm trying to get more money. Like I'm trying to like, like so I can um, like get some music video going. I want to put more music out. Uh, I actually uh, I'm in contact with Sauce Walker here and there, and uh, I know I can get some uh, exposure from uh, with his help also. You know. He messes with me. Um, but yeah, I'm just trying to like wait till I have get to a point to where I can um, to where I can like blow more, you know, because right now I'm just starting out like late 2019. I just started putting out these tracks and actually actually trying, you know, like trying to do this. And um, so we're going to get some more tracks going and hopefully some videos and we're going to get, you know, I feel if I get a video, I'm going to get way more exposure. 
but I need some money because you need money to. I need money to like you know, get cover art and my mix and master and stuff like that. Hmm. Okay. So, are you currently? Do you have a label, or you're currently independent? Uh right now, I'm always gonna run with my family, which is Fly Deep, which is FDE, it's Fly Deep Entertainment. So, if I if I blow, they blow. If one of them, if one of them blow, I blow. You know what I mean? I'm always gonna stick with the FDE, always. Okay, okay, okay. I feel you. So, can you before we like go and stuff? Can you give the audience your social medias and the uh, social media? Uh, YouTube, Fly Deep, probably F L Y D E E P space R O B L E E, and my Instagram is the same, Fly Deep, probably. Yes, sir. Okay, and before we go, I got two more things. So tell me, so if you, if three three advice for anybody that's an upcoming artist, three advice that they need to know coming in this hip hop game. Three advice: number one, your your quality and your content has to be right. Like your mix and master has to be right. That's number one. You, you gotta have good quality music. Number two, it has to be real. It has to be like, like you can't be like you don't have to be from the heart. Uh, and number three. You have to like, you have to do these business and uh, endeavors. You know, you have to be out there. You have to connect. You have to link with other people so you can build yourself. Yes, sir. Okay. And the last question: I always ask this artist because when you get in this game, it's an ego thing, especially when it comes to the ladies. I always ask these artists these questions. It's okay if you say no comment, no comment. Um, this question I always asks this artist, mm-hmm. and I got some interesting answers. Whatever. Would you rather be a player or a lover, and why? I'd rather be a lover because uh, I've been a player, and I got my own lady right now, and I'm staying true to her. <laughs> okay, okay. Since you said that player, can you give – because a lot of people – OGs told me, can you give a little insight as far as that, like, how did – because a lot of people say that, like, that glory – like, a lot of people told me that I've been a player was like, yo, it's not the way to go. So can you, like – with a little little quick two minute rap and explain why is it good to not be a player in your opinion, or how was was for you when to be a player from your experience? Uh, me being a player, like just getting with girls and then go mess with them with other girls and just not caring, you're gonna lose them girls. Then your then your name is gonna be ran down in the street that you win that you're a player that you're a dog. Girls are gonna want to mess with you. Um, you know, you just it's just not like I don't know. It's hard because when you find a girl that you like and you want to stay with her and stuff like that, and you go through your relationship issues, but when you're a player, you just don't care. You know what I mean? Like, it depends kind of what level you're at also, you know, whatever you want to do. Like, if you got a lot of money then and you want to go to the clubs and stuff and do whatever, you know, then you can do that, you know. But so for me, being a player, like, didn't really get me nowhere, you know. I don't got a bad name out here, but like I got a, you know, they, you know, they, t- they call me like right now in your relationship, when I turned it around and not be a player now, like I got like other girls telling my girl stuff about me. I'm just trying to be a lover. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to be a lover. Okay. Without further ado, you were tuned into the jail podcast. I was fly. 
Fly Fly Deep Rob Rob Lee. Check his new single, Can't Stop Me. We are currently out. It was a good one. Yes, one, sir. we Deuces. out. Peace. FD shit.